You are listening to the Self-Love Journals podcast, episode number 19, How to Be Your Own Cheerleader. Welcome to the Self-Love Journals podcast. I'm your host, Trisha Baker. Through a lifetime of journaling, I have discovered that everything you need to find your true authentic self is already inside you, waiting to be uncovered. Tune in weekly as I share with you the things I have learned that block and boost your self-love. Welcome everyone to the Self-Love Journals podcast. I'm back again talking about a self-love booster today, which is how to be your own cheerleader. But first, I'm just going to do a little bit of some real-time talk about how I'm choosing to stay in the present. This week, I've been getting over an infection that I've had, and it hasn't been the funnest. And of course, this is not something that I want to deal with now while I'm dealing with other things in my life that need to be taken care of. But I'm finding that sometimes it's okay to cry for sure. And then sometimes I'd rather just laugh. I'd rather laugh and not cry over all the things that I feel like are difficult for me. And that's okay. You just need to do what you need to do to get through. These days, I feel like I want to talk about on my podcast things that I need and things that are helpful for me because I'm going through a transition of getting a divorce. So it's hard, but I want to talk about things that are helpful to me. And since I've been sick kind of the past two weeks, I haven't been feeling the best and I'm trying to get work and build my work portfolio. So it's been stressful. But this week, I haven't been feeling the greatest, and I wanted to feel better. I am feeling a little bit better, but I realized that a lot of my energy was going towards healing my body. So some of my emotional energy of trying to stay positive in things was kind of dipping down low. So I called my sister, and we had a great conversation, and she helped me talk out loud and realize the things that I need to do now and and start thinking, kind of get back onto so that I can move forward without fear. I used to use fear a lot in my life to get forward, but I don't want to use fear anymore. I'm, I'm trying to replace that with faith. I just felt like I needed somebody to cheer me up and she helped me do that. And then I thought, you know, we can each be our own cheerleader. And so that's why I want to talk about this today because I need to be my own cheerleader right now. Because I have confidence in myself and faith, but sometimes you just don't always have that. You just need a little help with that. But I want to show how it is most important that deep down and first and foremost, you are your own cheerleader. So I'm going to start out with an entry at age 14 in 1995, referring to a cheerleader in school saying, I feel the only way to be popular is to be a cheerleader. And I've said this many times in my journal entries, and this is not the kind of cheerleader I'm talking about, not the kind so that you're popular, so that you love yourself more, the kind of cheerleader that lifts you up and builds you up and that you can learn how you can be that for yourself. So I've always been hard on myself and I've always wanted to be nice to myself. It's been difficult, but over the years, I have pieced together some ways that I've learned to be able to stick up for myself and rally for myself and cheer for myself. So I'm going to read some journal entries and talk about how this journey of being my own cheerleader has happened for me and how important it is and some things that could help you become your own cheerleader. At age 17, I wrote, I need to work on being more confident and think about what I am doing. 
So I wanted to be confident. I knew that I didn't have a lot of confidence. I was kind of a shy child. And then I really looked for external validation of doing things, performing mostly, or getting good grades so that I would feel good about myself. But I knew that I wasn't confident. On the outside, it probably looked like I was. I've talked to some of my friends from high school and they didn't know that I was so insecure. So I hit it pretty well. But I knew inside that I wanted to be more confident and just think more about what I was doing. At age 19 in the year 2000, I wrote, It comes down to believing in myself. I don't trust myself, and I need to. I don't really think that I can create things myself and do things totally on my own, but I can't. I didn't believe in myself. I did not have trust in myself. I didn't think what I did was good enough until somebody else put their stamp of approval on it and told me, yes, that's good, you did good, Trisha. And then I would feel like it was okay. But I didn't have that belief in myself from the get-go. This is something that some people are born with. I have some of my kids and they are so confident and I'm so grateful and so happy. And then some of my kids, I can see if they struggle a little bit. They're down on themselves and... They don't trust themselves quite as much. It's something that whether you're born with it or not, you can develop it. And it is important to believe in yourself and to trust yourself. And it just comes with time and practice and just believing in yourself first. Even if you're not there yet, you can cheer yourself on and believe that you can get there somehow. Because I said here at age 19, I know that I can do it. At age 20 in 2001, I wrote... Today, I am feeling more confident about myself. It is so important to love and trust yourself. I am so happy. Even when things are going wrong, I'm living in every moment and I love it. So some other key things that I was learning is living in the moment, which is something that I've come to really use constantly in my life and it is becoming more habitual. I don't have to think about it as much and it's very helpful. But here I was feeling more confident I was feeling more love for myself and trust, and that was producing happiness. And even when things were going wrong in my life, I still felt happy. And that's because I was starting to develop some self-love and self-trust. So anything you can do to act on your own, speak up for yourself, say what you mean, say what you want, those are the kinds of things that will develop self-trust. At age 21 in 2002, I wrote... Hermana Diaz talked to me and helped me realize that I've been so worried about myself that I haven't been thinking about others. She said that wisdom is when someone tells you something, like advice or counsel, and you use it and you practice it. But I lack the confidence in myself to just do it. She said when she does something, she thinks that she is the best person at it. I never think this. It's not egotistical. It's confidence. And it will cause you to go forward and to get things done. I'm starting to really feel this and believe in myself. So belief in myself was happening. This was during my mission when I was living in Argentina. One of my favorite companions, she taught me this. She was so confident, but also so calm and loving. And it wasn't in a cocky way. I used to think that if you were confident, that meant you were cocky. And that's not the case always. If you're confident in yourself, you believe in yourself. Another thing that I realized here is that I was worrying so much about all of my faults and the things I thought was wrong about myself that I wasn't thinking about others. And that's something I'm literally trying to do today. I haven't been doing my calling at church because I told them I needed a break. (laughs) 
and because I just needed to go and just like relax and not have to worry about serving. So it's been two months. I was asked to serve in the nursery watching the little kids. And I said, yes, I can do that. And I actually felt like, you know, it's a good thing for me. I don't want to think about myself anymore and my so-called problems. I was worrying about myself and I wasn't thinking about others. But when you do think about others and serve others, that also can help you move forward, not think so poorly about your situation, and it can just help you feel more happiness and joy in your life. She said a couple of really great things that really helped me. And one other thing she said that when she does something, she thinks she's the best at it. She doesn't think she's better than other people, but she's confident. And honestly, that's how I want to be. I want to feel secure in what I know I can do and be proud of myself. And so all of these things just add to that belief in yourself and your self-confidence. At age 22 in 2003, I wrote, I am reading about developing talents. It says we have to ask God to help us and to use them. I am praying a lot to get rid of fear and to be myself. I feel better and more confident. So with confidence, you lose the fear. And it's hard. I feel like it's a balance and check always because sometimes I feel like I'm doing really great at something and then life happens and something else comes up and then I feel like I've lost my confidence. But really, you haven't lost it. It's always there. It's rooted in your self-love. And as I've stated before, we all have self-love. We all have worth. Even if we don't feel it or believe it, it's there inside of us. You just have to uncover it. So I am working on a talent of mine right now, which is singing. I used to perform a lot and sing a lot and I put my worth on it. It wasn't a good thing because after a while, I just felt like I have to be a great performer or else I can't feel good about myself and I needed the validation from other people. So over the years, I haven't sung too much, just having four kids, but now I need to go back to work and part of my abilities is music and singing. I play a little guitar. I was a music therapist and if you've heard my other podcasts, you know that I studied for two months recently to take my board exam to be a music therapist again and then I failed it and I was pretty devastated and it caused me to pause and think, what does this mean? What am I supposed to be doing? So I started looking in other directions. I looked in the school system because I thought it would be great to have the same schedule as my kids, but that wasn't working out. So now I'm going into the elderly and assisted living and memory care because I used to be a hospice music therapist and also I've just performed for the elderly. And I honestly love it. I really think that I have a talent and a gift to connect with older people. I've always appreciated them and their wisdom. And so it's something that I'm learning is unique. It's like a niche because not too many people that are performers at old folks homes really have a large connection with them and want to be with them. There was a time when I felt like I wasn't a good singer anymore and I couldn't sing. And if I'm not the best and I can't do it at all. And that all or nothing mindset was really devastating to me at times. But I was saying here, I was studying the scriptures and it says, God gives you talents, and if you don't use them, then he will take them away. I do believe that I've been given some talents, not just musical, but also to connect with people, to serve people. I do care about people. I have a lot of compassion. I've been trying to look at this situation of me having to go back to work earlier than I expected as not me needing a job so that I can make money and help provide for my kids, but as a way that I can use my talents and my abilities to serve God and to serve his children. 
that is really helpful for me to let go of the fear and also to be myself, as I said in this journal entry, because if I think of it that way, that I'm just here serving and connecting with these old people and I just want to brighten up their day. And then I don't worry so much about what my voice sounds like or if I might mess up, but it's more about the connection. At age 29 and 2010, I wrote, Beauty, no one defines it but yourself. Convince yourself of it. It's hard. Just dig deep inside and don't stop digging. There's so much beauty in there and it never ends. How great it would feel to really believe in my own beauty, all around beauty. I want to see beauty in everything and everyone. I want to learn to see in beauty and value. Learn to just pick it out with no effort. But first, I must see it in myself. It's very hard to do. Life gets hard and I can't see it, especially now. But I want to hold on to myself. Learn to love me and be my very best friend. That's what's in my open heart now. I really like this one because I was my worst enemy for much of my life. And at this time at age 29, I wanted to be my very best friend and also probably my own cheerleader. And I realized that I wasn't seeing beauty. I was kind of thinking negatively a lot of the time and I wanted to see it, but I realized that I had to see it in myself first. I had to love myself and accept myself at any stage, but it was very hard. That was something that I wanted and I knew it would help me to see the beauty. Later on in that entry, I wrote, but I'm all I've got. No one else is going to truly look out for myself but me. I have value and I believe in that. I matter and my emotions and desires matter enough to be heard. I am who I am and that is wonderful. Everyone must think this way of themselves. No matter my weaknesses, I must love myself at each moment in my life. I am beginning to see beauty, beauty where I least expected it. So you see, the beauty comes after you see it in yourself and it's there. We all have beauty. We all have innate beauty of being a beautiful soul and the person that we are. I realized that I really needed to see that and continue working on that, continue loving myself because I realized that I am really all that I've got and no one's gonna look out for myself. I mean, I had people taking care of me. I was married, my husband was taking good care of me and we were doing fine and everything was fine. But I had been so hard on myself. I was my own enemy. I wasn't being my own cheerleader. To be your own cheerleader, you have to look out for yourself and realize that you have value and that you matter and your emotions matter enough to be heard. At age 39 in 2020, I wrote, I am armed with knowledge and power. I have done great work to empower and heal myself. I am less afraid and I believe in myself. No matter what, I will try to be on my own side. I will defend myself and my thoughts to be valid and important. I matter. I love myself. So these are basically declarations that I'm making to myself not too long ago. They were affirmations. These were things that I was telling myself that I wanted to believe. I knew it was true, but I didn't quite believe it. I still wasn't my own cheerleader. I wasn't by my own side, but I wanted to be. So I put those things out there which is a big reason why I wanted to talk about this today because I've been feeling a little defeated, a little not confident. I know it's in there. I just need to remind myself that I do love myself and I am with myself and I can cheer myself on. And that doesn't mean I have to do it alone. But I mean, what I did was I reach out to people, mostly my sisters, and I just talk to them about how I'm feeling and they help me. But I made the first step by asking for the help. And that was me being my own cheerleader and being on my own side. 
At age 40 in 2021, I wrote, the power of my thoughts are increasing. I wake up feeling ready and excited to accomplish my goals for the day. I focus on doing and not on what may go wrong. I focus on the present without past or future distortions. I am not afraid of feeling my feelings. I am not afraid of the truth. I am not afraid of hearing others' thoughts and opinions. They are all words. They don't mean anything unless I give it an emotional response. I still have the power to move forward with my intentions and with what is best for me. I believe in myself and my goals and desires. They matter to me and they are for my good. I am a good person. I love life. This makes me happy because this is how I want to feel right now, even though right now I feel a little uncertainty and fear, but I want to feel these things and I have felt them before and I do believe them. That's why I just love positive affirmations. I love focusing on the present. I love realizing that I'm not afraid of the truth. I used to be afraid of the truth. I used to bury my head in the sand and pretend. The more that I accept myself and accept what I think and that I matter, the more my true desires come out and the more self-respect that I have. And I just feel more love for life. Another one at age 40 says, God has given me numerous gifts and talents, and I think I'm only just realizing them and making them come to fruition now. Where I feel apprehension is where my future strength lies. If I go toward what feels scary or hard, that is exactly what I should do. Growth only comes from facing fears, so they become strengths. I can become anything I want. This was earlier this year and it makes me emotional because I knew that I had to just be me and stand up for what I thought without any intention of hurting anybody. And I've been so, so worried about hurting other people or making other people mad. I'm such a people pleaser. I have been that, but I'm learning to not be anymore. I'm learning to please myself. What I needed, of course, was still being compassionate towards others, but that is partly why I am where I am today. I believe things happen for a reason. Things progress often as they should. And by me standing up for myself, not in an authoritative or confrontational way, but just realizing that I matter, I had the strength to have hard conversations with my husband and things that have been hard for a long time, but that we were trying to work out. But on both sides, we both felt that we needed to be honest. We approached it very carefully with love and compassion for each other and just trying to be honest. And that's why I got emotional because this journal entry reminds me of that because both of us have been trying to be vulnerable and honest and face our biggest fear even though we want the best for each other and for our kids this is part of what has led me to be able to feel that what i think i can say and i can have a conversation and it can lead to other things things that maybe i never thought i would ever want or that would ever happen but with each step that you take with yourself and you are supporting yourself, you can know and have that assurance that it's the right thing. And you can communicate that with those in your life and you can come to understanding and things that you thought you could never ever handle because it would be too painful or too hard, you can do it. And you can do it with yourself by your side. You can make that choice. It may seem at times that you can't handle the feelings that it will produce or the emotions, but no emotion or feeling can destroy you. You cannot die from feeling something. 
And so where I was feeling apprehension and at this time, I wasn't even saying anything specifically. I think it was just generally just things that I'm afraid of and my insecurities. But I mean, if you have something specific in your life that you feel, oh, I don't want to touch that because that's going to be so hard or so scary. Oftentimes, that is where the growth comes from. And that is the only time that you are going to be able to face those fears and then they will become strengths. Our life is always in progress. We're always progressing. I definitely feel like I'm in the middle of big, huge change. I mean, I, at the end of this entry, I say, I can become anything I want. I mean, I still am afraid of that because what I want, I mean, I don't even know really exactly everything I want, but the things that I would think, oh, I want to be able to do this and feel this way and say this, um, it's scary still. But every day, if you're with yourself, you're your own cheerleader, then you can do it. And the last entry at age 40, also earlier this year, says, Every day I wake up, I feel less scared for what will happen that day. I feel more confident in myself and in my worth. Ultimately, I can control everything in my life in the way that I think about it. I can make things serve me and look for ways that it can. By doing this, I am seeing things in a positive light and enjoying my life more. I sat at our table last night during dinner with a smile on my face. My mind was so clear and free of worry. I felt peace in myself because I am solidifying love for myself and feeling free from worry. I know that I have my back, even from my own thoughts. By loving myself, I am also feeling love naturally for others. I am weaning off my medication and my mind is becoming more clear. I can breathe more easily and I feel more alive. This gives me so much hope because I know I felt this way before not too long ago and I didn't feel as scared because I was more confident in myself. I felt my worth and I was choosing to see things in a positive light. I just had that feeling and that feeling never goes away. I mean, we don't feel it all the time, but it's there. We have the ability to feel that always in our lives, no matter what's happening. And it's normal to get away from that and then have to come back. There's nothing wrong with you if you lose that feeling. By learning how to uncover your own self-love and having respect for yourself, building that trust and that love, you can come to the point where you've always got your back and you're your own cheerleader. And it makes life more enjoyable. You can see the beauty. Your mind can become more clear and you can breathe more easily and feel more alive. And I think that's what all of us want. We all want this. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying I do it perfectly. Nobody does. It's something that you will always have to be working on continually. And you always have to be feeding it and cultivating it. You have to guard and grow your self-love always. And it's not a chore. It's actually a privilege to be able to do that. And that's how I want to feel now. I haven't been feeling that way recently, but I want to feel that now. And I want to feel that aliveness and I know that doing these things that I've talked about in this episode, it will help you to feel that way. And you can always feel like you've got your own back and that you're your own cheerleader. Just remember that everything you need to be your true authentic self is already inside you waiting to be uncovered. Thank you so much for listening and for telling your friends and family about this podcast. Take care of yourself, friend.